Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to episode 151 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. We now have the number of episodes of this show as there were in the original podcast. Yep, this is the Mew episode. Find us under a truck, everybody. Yep, yep. <laughs> Along with peak of Lou, which we'll actually be talking about later. This uh, is true. It's all coming together. I have to check my mic real quick because I just realized. Yeah, your your my... sound quality is awful. awful. I mean, you sound even worse than you awful. usually do. Good lord! All right, there we go. There it is. Much better. There oh man, there, much there more sultry. Sultry. I'm so sorry, everybody. The, the sultry voice of our pokey god. Jim is back. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, uh, joined by uh, Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters, uh, the Triforce of your Pokemon news experience. Mixing franchises there, but whatever, it's fine. As long uh, as I can be the wisdom portion of the Triforce. We are, we are the, we are the three legendary birds of your. Uh, no, your I like, Pokemon I like the Triforce. We've got we've got a good thing, you know. This this actually makes a lot of sense, you know. Megan is wisdom, I'm courage, and you're clearly the bad guy, Jim. Oh, um, no. so I realize I need wow. to wear my hat today. My hair is looking not great, so there we go, perfect. Um, uh, well, go and hold on. I'm not moving on from my my birds analogy for a second. Uh, if we were uh, if we were to pick, um, Megan, what bird are you being? Articuno, easy. That means, Christian, Done. you have to be Moltres, and I guess I'm Zapdos. No, I, well, only only if I'm Galarian Moltres. You know. <laughs> okay, uh, no, that is true. I would just basically be a Chocobo. <laughs> like, you know, give me, give me, give me evil Firebird, like any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. no, I'll, I'll take right. that. No, you don't want to be. You don't want to just be regular majestic Firebird. I mean, yeah, I hate Moltres. Is like, do you really? Know, like I'm like I'll be a hundred percent honest. Like Moltres is. One probably my one of my least favorite of the original Pokemon. Never liked it. Not not that big of a fan of Moltres. You know, I, far vid wise, I've I've always been an Articuno stand. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, uh, Articuno and Moltres. Uh, Demon Street in the chat. Moltres looks like a rubber chicken on fire. It does. Yeah. Like that's it's, it's, it really it's does. Like, Articuno <laughs> looks like so majestic. It looks like an ice spirit come to life. You know, Zapdos is like you know, like got all the. I love Zapdos. I love Zapdos. Cool. Zapdos is my favorite. No, Zapdos is great. I love Zapdos too. And then we got Moltres, yeah. which it's like, oh, you know. Nah. But see, if I had to, if I had to pick though, like, and I'm gonna, I'm not just doing it because to be contrary, I don't really like Articuno. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, 
like of the birds, like I only really like Zapdos, and then like it, it's really just like, well, you know, of the other two, I'm like, well, all right, and I just I, mean, I like Fire me, more, so I go for Moltres. For me, Articuno is objectively the cutest of the three. So as a child, the cutest. I was- Yes, I mean she got like those like icy blue like ribbon tendrils. No kind way. Of I'd rather on. snuggle as Zapdos. Oh man, well you know that's more telling <laughs> about you than it is yeah. me. So all I'm saying is Articuno is objectively the cutest. So as a as a young girl, I was obsessed. So still am. You know what takes down all three of the uh, legendary birds? Gold. A rock. Yep. One uh, singular yep. rock. Geo, dude. Yeah. You they really beefed up Geo Dude. Just toss Geo Dude high into the sky. That's right. That's it. You, you know, like the entire get, get Machamp get get Machamp to do a uh, Wolverine fastball special with Geo Dude, and down come it, those birds. Well, you know, if it, it would never get off the ground because the flying type <laughs> would just go and kill Machamp. You know, that's that's the thing. You know, the entire reason why flying is rigged to rock is because of you know uh, two birds with one stone. Oh, is that is that really why? I mean, that's that's like you know the the the, the speculation, like you oh, know, because it's kind of random, right? It's actually you know? very clever. Yeah, no, because it's it's like a random typing. Like a lot of the typings like make a lot of sense, and then you mm. have like, oh yeah, no, flying is totally reeked to rock. It's no, like, but it makes. I mean, it, I mean, but it kind of makes sense, yeah. right? Like, I mean, how is a bird going to beat a rock? Like, it's not going to peck it, right? It's, it's going to pick or, it up and then drop it. Right, but it's not. It's not going to shatter the rock if the rock is is super strong. I mean, but what if it's a, if it's not super strong, Jim? I mean, I, mean, I guess. Anyway, uh, welcome. If this is your first time listening, uh, I know we got some uh, some folks first time chatters in the live stream. Twitch.tv forward slash comic book. Bad James on bot. Uh, is a first time chatter in the chat. So welcome, welcome. Um, we're going to do some news, then we're going to do a deep dive, and then we're going to do a Pokemon fact of the week. That's how we've done the show before. That's how we'll do it now, and that's how we'll continue to do the show. We, so as a warning, we are in the Pokemon doldrums. We um, this is the time of year where there is not a lot of news. So uh, we're going to be talking about some stuff that uh, if 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 uh, the news we spent a good twenty we spent a good twenty minutes talking about uh, evolutions last week. So yeah, I was about to say yeah. we're we're talking about so buckle a, in, uh, folks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm mainly upset. That looking over today's rundown that uh, for our first piece of Pokemon news isn't the fact that they've released Gengar wedding rings. I told I'm sorry. That. There's Gengar wedding rings. Guys, have we not? Did we not? Did no one read the what? wonderful article that I posted on comicbook.com? I'll yes. be 100 honest. I quit my day job last week, so no, I missed it. Um. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, here, let me let me enlighten you so oh my gosh i just pulled them up hold on i gotta send them to richard because they're adorable we'll pull them up in a second uh but basically you treasure is a jewelry store in japan they have done several pokemon uh wedding collections before they've had you know plenty of pikachu plenty of eevee and they have now just released a collection of uh wedding bands and an engagement ring that's gengar and the gengar one the engagement ring you can get it in several different metals but basically it's like a little diamond and gengar is sitting next to the ring like (laughs) keeping it like keeping the stone in place it's the cutest thing in the world Megan, are you, I, like, are you, I know you just got I, married, but are you going to, about uh, to go return your engagement ring to get one of these? 
So I'm like legitimately, like legitimately, <laughs> like wanting to go ahead and get it and like save it for like an anniversary or something, like ten years down the line. I would <laughs> like, like just get a new ring in ten years, but it's this Gengar okay. one Same situation. I was just yeah. telling my wife over the weekend that I probably need to get a new wedding ring. There was a Reddit post that went like viral over the weekend. And it was, you know, a guy who was like posting a picture of his like hand and just like, like, oh, look, my my hand has one continuous crease line. And everyone's like, oh, my God, your ring. You are going to lose your finger, man. <laughs> and then I was like looking at mine and mine's not nearly as bad. But I was like, maybe I should get like a bigger ring. I have like put on like. 25 pounds since I got married. Maybe. So maybe I'll just go and get a Gengar one. You know? Yeah, like the engagement ring is is great. It is pricey though. It's it's a it's a it's well over a thousand dollars, but they are gonna create a cheaper that's a silver one. Um, Does that come ones. with the stone or do you need yes. to supply your own stone? No, it comes well, with the stone. That's not that bad. Well, for well, a thousand yeah. bad. I mean I guess I mean, it depends on I guess it sure. depends on what your budget is for for the wedding. But for sure. yes, the absolutely. wedding band is much cheaper and it basically it has Gengar like coming out of the ring, kind of like <laughs> he's like phasing through it. And then it either can come with a little diamond stone or a purple amethyst, since it's Gengar. Gengar. And yeah. I am in love. Oh yeah. So God. as you can see, this is Gengar. This is the ring. I love it so much. He's just sitting there. He's just holding it. This I, is, I'm obsessed. This is easily the most amazingly stupid thing I've ever seen. Like, I love it. Like, let's be clear. Love it. I love it. I want to know, like, legitimately want to know, like, you know, like in like in some boardroom, a bunch of jewelers <laughs> saying, like, you know what? We need a Gengar ring. Nope. We're doing Pokemon rings. And Gengar is going to be a featured Pokemon. They're, okay, how is it? Is this going to be Gengar? Like, casually chilling. Like, sup? I've got yes. diamond. Like, this I is love amazing. It. I mean, they've yeah. done Pikachu before. They've done Eevee. They've done... They have made, they have made very adorable rings. Yeah. Yes, they and have just... been. They have. But for me, as somebody... I mean, I legitimately got married last Halloween. Like, if this Gengar ring does not scream me, like, nothing <laughs> does. Like, I, I'm i obsessed. So whenever, you know, like, 10 years or whatever, I do vow renewals, this is the ring I'm going to have to try to find secondhand. Uh, but, yeah, I love it. If you are looking to get married to your significant other and they also love Gengar, you know, maybe, like, run this by them first. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's a bold decision. But if they're into it, I highly recommend. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the other that's the other thing, right? Like, I would one hundred percent get this, like, for my wife who is has a passing knowledge of Pokemon, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And and has gotten more into it only because my kid has gotten into it. <laughs> but like the the other problem is is uh, she also like you know her engagement ring is a, is like an heirloom basically, and so like. I can't replace that. My grandmother would mm -hmm. roll over in her grave. Uh, imagine like if you like, like, yes, I'm going to buy myself <laughs> this Pokemon diamond engagement ring. And then you get down one knee and the person just looks at it like, <laughs> is, is that a Gengar? <laughs> or just, yeah, or just not even, right, like, even now, could you imagine this being passed? Like, like think of it as an heirloom, right? Being passed on to like your grandchildren. <laughs> oh my God. Say, hey, this is grandma's <laughs> engagement ring. Don't mind the weird little monster holding the diamond up. It's nothing. Yeah. It was a thing 40 years ago. 
Yeah. Like in a hundred years, like I'm I'm sure Pokemon will still be around, but if it isn't, everyone will be studying the ring and they'll be like, was this like a, was this like an ancient God of, of of weddings? Like, is that why he's on this ring or something? Oh man. I, I'm so, I love the idea of it as an heirloom. Now, now, now I need to get one. It eventually becomes haunted. That's it. And I just like I pass it. I'll pa- pass it down to my kid. I'm like, look, here's the engagement ring I was never able to give your mother, but here, this is this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching yeah. like Bridgerton season two, and there's like you know they they have like an heirloom ring and stuff like that. Like I right. can just now like see this entire like drama playing out over <laughs> Gengar <laughs> engagement ring heirloom. It's like I can't believe my sister got the ring and I didn't. <laughs> I wanted that sad Gengar more than anyone. Oh, no. Not the sad Gengar. (laughs) Anyway, Megan, thank you for bringing that to our attention. I I had uh, to. I had to. It's so important. That's fantastic. I mean, I I just love, like, I I just thought, like, there's no way I can love Gengar anymore. And there we go. Right there. Uh, The day they come out with a set of, like, Geodude wedding bands, you'll be like, which will never happen. Could you imagine? I can just imagine it. It's like the Geodude sitting and then, like, it's holding the diamond in its hands above its head. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Right? That's it. That's it. That <laughs> no, is that's the it. one time I what? will like stand Geodude is when they make that <laughs> ring. See, oh my just, gosh. I would just assume that they would actually carve Geodude out of diamonds. So it would be oh. like a Geodude. Oh wow, yeah. that would be intense. <laughs> that's actually that's more of a project for like whenever Pokemon like partners up with those crystal manufacturers, right? Like yeah. what they did with uh the Pikachu or whatnot. That's 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 where we'll get that. Uh anyway, also in uh Pokemon stuff you can buy, Amazon launches its first Pokemon t-shirt club. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's the news story. Amazon good, have, we, they, have we seen the shirt? Is it a good looking nope. shirt? Or? No, nope. you, you don't know. We don't, we don't know. We, we don't literally know they just said we're doing yeah. it. Yep. They just said, hey, give us money on a monthly basis. We'll send you a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, it. don't you trust Amazon? Don't we are we not the arbiters of taste? Like, there are some really, your money, damn it. Oh, there's some me. really bad Pokemon shirts on Amazon. Just go search Pokemon t-shirt and like, you'll get some officially licensed ones. And I'm sure those will be the ones propagated somehow through this. Right, club. But, those, but, but even those are really bad. Oh yeah. They're not great. They're by no like means. The official good. licensed like, ones are, I don't understand. Yeah, they're still not good. Uh, but they, but once you get to like page three of the results <laughs> for Amazon Pokemon t-shirts, Things get really uncomfortable really quickly. They, so, yeah. Mm-mm. I just don't trust the mass, like the like on demand screen, like, you know, screen printing process. Oh, yeah. Like that. That's like, see, that's that's the thing that I don't trust about Amazon is like I'm, graphic I'm, is going to wash off in two washes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, and your shirt's going to shrink. Because there's like they have an official like Godzilla shirt where you can get like on demand Godzilla shirts, but it's all it's the same thing they're 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 just on demand screens and i'm like i'm not gonna go and get that i'll just <laughs> no thank you yeah well but yeah well, so 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 that's a thing yep it is uh another week another charizard card sells for a stupid amount of money four hundred and twenty thousand dollars psa 10 first edition base set charizard lots of money 
people have so much money and they can spend <laughs> them on charge. Do we know? Like, how many? Do we like it? What is there a census number for how many first edition tens there are? Uh, give me a second. Let me. I I think I can find this out. Uh, uh let's see here. Because it, because it's one of those things where I feel like there's probably a decent number. I would say maybe if I had to guess, like twenty or so. All right. Uh, so in in the twenties, based uh, at Charizard Shadowless, there are fifty six. 56. See, oh, I was going to guess 50. I was thinking there was probably going to be a little bit higher than that. Man, I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel 56. That's a lot of money. So there are 56. Yeah. There are 56 shadowless. Oh, Charizards. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are 121 first edition Charizards. Okay. There are also 448 just normal non first edition yeah. Charizard hollows. Yeah. The, the crazy thing is, if you look at this, so there are actually more first edition Charizard, uh, or excuse me, more shadowless Charizards that have been graded by PSA. There are a total of 5,772, while there's only been 3,549 just normal first edition Charizards wow. um, total. And of course, there have been 31,000. Just plain old Charizards <laughs> graded. The That's average, the average uh, grading for a normal Charizard Hollow is it's actually it's it, they're pretty good. They're all in the eights eight. or nines. Yeah, that's what I figured. I figured eight, eight or nine seems to be where where I'd see most of them land. I would imagine that that number was a lot smaller like two years ago before more boxes started popping up. People started opening more packs to try and do the hunt for, for the Charizard, but still uh, $420,000 uh, for that. It's a, it's an interesting thing you're starting to see uh, in, uh, in original comic book art as well, mm. where you had a lot of late eighties or early nineties uh, art that, you know, for, for key, for like key books and characters and things like that, right? Like John Byrne, X-Men pages. And um, even like, even life, uh, Rob Liefeld, new mutants pages, Jim Lee, X-Men pages, things like that, where, you know, just five or so years ago uh, we're selling for tens of thousands. And now we're starting to be like, you know, 30, 40,000 or, or, or more uh, kind well, of thing. It, and so, yeah. You know, it's it's just interesting. It's just interesting to see that see those kinds of numbers still exist in a world where now we've got you know the, uh, people spending insane amounts of money on Pokemon uh, on NFTs and things like that. But like the physical market is still just as as strong as ever. Well, it, um, it's it's crazy with the comic art because it used to be that like normal people, people like me and you, could yeah. could buy pretty cool pieces of comic art like Correct. you know like original comic art and now it's 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 so it's so become ridiculous. it's become a bit prohibitive yeah cost yeah. prohibitive i mean sure. i have no idea all i know is that in terms of comic art i don't know if i have like a nice shadowless charizard but my dad passed on to me like 20 like pieces of art from john ramita from like 1995 which okay well well it's all spider-man stuff too oh megan yeah, I got one behind me right now. Set That's Parker. incredible. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with it. I just have it hanging up in my room, well, <laughs> which is a shame. No one hold on to that. Keep, keep yeah, those, keep those. Yeah, my dad made a mistake when he gave that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you he know, went to like a convention and just got a bunch. 
So yeah, well, it's just, it's just so funny because twenty percent billionaire. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if someone if someone around me wants to give me a Charizard card, I really need to go through my full Pokemon card stock and see what I have. Right. Uh, but I have just they're buried so deep. I've uh I've tried to one of the other like weird physical collectible things I've done is uh and it brought up I jog my memory because Zenpai uh mentioned it is um I'm a, I'm also a big like Omega Red fan, and so I've been trying to find cool uh, X-Men, the original animated series sells, uh, production sells to, mm-hmm. to buy. And man, did I, uh, man, did I, you know, wait too long because it was one of those things where when I was looking uh, I was like, Oh, I don't want to spend like $200 on something like this. And, uh, and then like the X-Men a- animated series return announcement happened. And like those, the, all of a sudden those listings disappeared and were relisted for like $700. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. And in the chat, Zenpai just asked, can you buy Pokemon animation cells? So there are some available on the second hand market. They are yep. pretty expensive, but actually yeah. this is a very interesting story that I'm not sure if I actually ended up covering, but about mm-hmm. two weeks ago in Japan, a uh, fan of Pokemon ended up returning a lost wallet that they found at a grocery store. They just sent it back to the person Um And, you know, the mail in Japan with a little note says, I found this. The person they ended up selling it to or giving the person who lost their wallet was an artist from the original Pokemon anime. And they sent this person several original animation cells from the first season of Pokemon uh, that he then shared on Twitter because the guy was like, you know, hey, thank you so much for this. You know, this is the least I can do. This is what I do. He posted the letter on Twitter. It went viral. And I was like, man. I need to animation animation like cells wallets. are animation cells are really really cool because if you can get the cell with like the original painted background, um, mm-hmm. you know, in like in two pieces, like they're they're just a very cool cool thing to have for sure. Um, so and they're kind of a lost art nowadays because they really oh, yeah. digital, everything's digital. So. Everything. Yep. yep. It is. Yep. There's several animation studio Ghibli cells that I've seen go up on secondhand that sell for just in. Uh, obscene an obscene amount of money uh, because most of them are kept for you know you know historical you know keep it in the studio ghibli museum but the ones that have gone on market it's a lot of money (laughs) nice uh oh oh, man could you imagine the surprised pikachu sale that ever if whoever owns that whenever wherever that shows up that's it that's that is that's your retirement fund that is six yeah. years easy. The six figures easy. That, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be like the animation cell equivalent to like the the snap magic arps that we were talking about. You know, <laughs> yeah. just like, no, this, somebody somebody had this and it's just been sitting on their kitchen table for the last twenty five <laughs> yeah. years because they didn't realize people wants to uh, you know people 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 actually know this meme or something like that. That's gonna be yeah. a wild. And then, like, Logan Paul's going to buy it for, like, $2 million. Right, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, All right, let's get to our last piece of news before we move on. Uh, Pokemon Unite teasing two new Pokemon. Yep, one of them is probably uh, Ozumarill. The other one, we have no idea. We don't know. Ozumarill's fine. This game has a great roster. It is. I, I was impressed, like... The thing that surprised me is like we're up to after these two get added, which one will yep. be added here in April, and we're guessing the other one will be 
either added in late April or early May. Um, so we'll be up to 35 Pokemon, which, <laughs> which you know, they've nearly is, yeah. doubled the size of the roster since it's released. The, the only year, basically, right? Yeah, and less than. It, it didn't come out until August, right? right? July or August? Yep. Um, but the wild thing about this game is... You know, the, the thing that I thought was just wild about it is like, you know, I was like, oh, man, it's got to be getting up there in terms of roster size It is nowhere near as like big and bloated as stuff like League of Legends. Oh, yeah. oh no, Lord. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100% for sure. Like but like of those bloated rosters, maybe like 25% is actually used and active and yeah. and all that. But I totally but I but I get that. But I mean, but like this is. I think we were have been traditionally so let down in the past by like Pokemon mobile games or like have them being, you know, gimmicky or whatever. And like, look, I know masters has its fans or whatever. And it's, it's, it is stuck. It is stuck around much to everyone's chagrin uh, and good for it. Right. Like I'm glad that there's an audience for, for that game in the same way that I love, you know, I love unite. Right. But I feel like mm-hmm. unite and masters are really the only mobile games and, and Pokemon go, but that like kind of sits in its own separate class, but like are the only mobile games that have truly kind of stuck around. Like, yes, you've got cafe mix, but that's not, I don't really consider that a mobile game. Cause I mean, it is, I mean, it's it is something you play when you're kind of bored though. Like it's not like, <laughs> it's not like something that I'm like, I'm going to get my phone out and play cafe mix right now. I always, every single time I play it, I'm sitting passenger seat in the car and I'm like, the, su- <laughs> the success, the success of, of the, the the current uh, you know slate of games, uh, just emboldens my belief that Pokemon Duel came out at the wrong time. If it came out today, so smash hit. All right, real I talk. knew it was only a matter of time before I, the word yeah. Pokemon Duel were uttered in this conversation. Would have been a smash hit. Real real talk. The issue with Pokemon Unite, legitimately, the problem with Pokemon Unite is one. The, the the actual underlying game like the figures yeah. cool the problem was the whole randomized attacks thing yeah. like where you know when you try you had you had to spin that yeah. sucked and also it was too easy of a game to play every game yeah you know this the, that, that that's a problem it's like the strategy was too simple if right. if that if if pokemon i can't even remember what the game's called pokemon duel Ever comes back, they would need like a total complete overhaul because it was just a mobile version of a very silly figure game. Like I, <laughs> I like you know, I think that you're probably right, Jim. Like a hundred percent honest, you are probably right. Pokemon Duel maybe could make it nowadays. However, it would need like a total complete overhaul. Basically, the underlying game, the actual. Play. Yeah, I mean, because there are you, know, you basically were able to based off movement of certain certain figures and kinds of attacks and things to do pass through and things like that you could play you could beat a match in three to four moves yeah um and and yeah so like there there was an aspect of that and that part of that was frustrating but then like also too if you um published and like if you you know uh, not published if you were prepared enough uh, you know, by knowing that stuff, you could get around it. But but, but I agree. I think the board. I think the board in, uh, is too. Sm- the board's too small. Mm-hmm. But the board had to be small because it needed to fit on a mobile device. Um, and still be able to kind of see, see that stuff. But yeah, look, I I I understand and accept all of Duel's faults. Um, I just uh, 
the collect you know the the collectible figure nature of it i really enjoyed um and i and i enjoyed that like the matches i think the biggest thing i enjoyed the matches uh not taking as not necessarily taking as long yeah. uh, and to, to be able to get in play a match get out kind of thing like i could play a match like while waiting on the grocery store line right mm-hmm. and you know and still be aware of everything that that was going on but anyway uh we gotta take a break when we get back we're gonna talk about some changes coming to pokemon go that surprise surprise some people are are mad about and then uh we're talking about a new rumor for scarlet and violet all that and more in 60 seconds It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okie dokie. Here we go. Uh, Pokemon Go made some changes to Community Day. And I'm actually curious. We have not talked about this. So I'm curious to hear everyone's reactions to it. Christian, uh, give us the lowdown. All right. They, so the uh, next uh, the, the, the next Community Day was announced. It features a brand new Pokemon, Stuffle. Uh, and beware, which you know, popular, popular Pokemon. That is a positive change. How adorable beware is. Yeah, that is a you mm-hmm. know uh, a, a change that everybody wanted. We wanted either new Pokemon or better Pokemon added to Community Day, and Niantic delivered. Mm-hmm. But along with this, they, <laughs> they, they, of course, like the monkey's paw that we all wished upon. <laughs> um, they uh, decreased the amount of time that the Community Day takes place from. Six hours, so running from 11 to 5, uh, to three hours, running from 2 to 5. Now, uh, if you are an old-school Pokemon Go player, uh, this this the three-hour community day is not exactly surprising. Um, and they did release some, like, we listened to feedback when we decided to decrease it. And they found, they, they found that people don't do community day for more than three hours. That is true. Like, yep. I don't know anybody who actually spends six hours well, doing I, community day. I don't do community day more, more than one hour. I get in, <laughs> get out, I get, I get my shiny, I get my stuff and then I get out. So the, but you know, they, and they're like, oh yeah, no people, people don't play for more than three hours. I'm like, you're missing the point. Yeah. It's you're, the, it's the availability to participate. Yeah. Like some people shocker you know, <laughs> cannot make a three hour event. Like when it was 11 to five, chances are most players could pop in for an hour at some point in time during their day, you know, from two to five, some, you know, like there is a portion of people and it will not affect everyone, but you are deliberately decreasing the availability in hopes of making it a more exclusive event. Now they are trying to like make up for this with like more bonuses and they're trying to incentivize they're trying to like incentivize, you know, you showing up because like they are basically like just throwing out stuff like every yeah. bonus you can think of. They're doing like catch yeah. candy, like, you know, um, they have something where if enough people catch Pokemon by a specific lure, 
the you know you get even more candy and stuff like that like there's all sorts of they're they're really going all out to try to sell people on this but like i and they're like no listen we talk to leaders within the community i'm like i want to know who give me i blame i blame mystic uh, I play Mystic, and uh, uh, I don't think Reversal stopped playing, so I can't. Yeah, imagine. He's, he now he does is talk yeah. about how Pokemon. Now goes, he talks but, about how he doesn't play Pokemon Go. That's what he. Yeah, does. that's that's, that's literally the about. guy's. That's all he talks about is how much he doesn't play Pokemon Go. Yeah. So this is, um, this is probably Mystic's fault. Uh, although I still love you, Mystic. You're you're great, but I I just don't. I know this, I, this hurts. Like you know, the thing is, six hour community days hurt no one. It hurts no yeah. one. It, yeah, it, it doesn't. Hurts no one. It, it does. does I, I think nothing. It just makes it more accessible. And I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prevent myself from going on a soapbox, man. I'm just <laughs> so sick and tired of Pokemon Go making itself less accessible for no good reason. There's yeah. no reason. I understand yeah. it's trying to get people in in a certain time. Maybe it doesn't want to have to extend the amount of maintenance it would need on, you know, its servers. You know, if there's more people showing up, it doesn't hurt to give people the choice of when they're going to spend their three hours doing this community day. It's so frustrating. It makes no sense. Uh, who Who is the person who told the Pokemon company <laughs> in Niantic that this was fine? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's an in- I mean, look, it's an interesting predicament because I think, you know, I, 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 the, the tough the tougher part is. This is a this is a, a 400 candy evolve Pokemon, right? Yeah. So so it's a it's a lot, but I actually kind of like the getting more bang for your buck uh, uh, aspect of it. And, you know, because like I said, like I am, I think. I think this would be different if it was a Pokemon I really, really wanted, right? Uh, and so if it was a Pokemon I really me, wanted, it would be different. It would be different. It <laughs> but I mean, but look, I would imagine this is going to be an experiment of sorts for them, and I hope it is, right? Like maybe it's a thing that they find out, like you know, the amount of money spent during this three-hour window is, uh, you know, is less than what they would have done. The money spent, because that's what it all comes down to, right? It's not necessarily the amount of people who are playing during this window; it's the amount of money spent during this window. Well, and so, if there is less money spent, you know they're gonna, you know, they'll change it back. It's money, and it's one other thing. Community day is, and this is what is like is like the is the freebie gift that. You know, the- well, it's 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 free advertising for them, right? You know, they what they want is they want the parks crowded with Pokemon Go players. When you right. spread out po- uh, Community Day over the course of six hours, there aren't going to be hundreds of you know yep. Pokemon Go players playing. For people to be like, what are they? What are those people doing? Why are they? Exactly, is, why are there groups of seven? Why are there groups of eleven uh, eleven teenagers with their heads down trying to trying to uh, you know all tapping furiously on their phones? Yeah, I mean that's that's legitimately what it is. You know, Pokemon yeah. Go is trying to figure out a way to to um, you know keep interest high. You know, they they're you're always dealing with games like, you know, you're the big thing with mobile games is you're always dealing with a shrinking player base and how do you bring in more players to make up for it. And for Pokemon go specifically, you know, you want casual, you want casual players, people who are already outside and have their normal routine. And how do you get people go? Oh, maybe I should try that Pokemon go thing. You have other Pokemon go players 
in places, public places in yeah. like high volume. Yeah. And, you know, when you have a six hour thing that that is diluted. That, and that's like the thing. It's it's what that's what bugs me about this whole thing. It wasn't, you know, I, I found their arguments like, well, people don't play for more than three hours. <laughs> you know, I find that I find that argument to be like very disgenuous. Um, well, I, and- I'm sure that fact is true. I think the 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 when but when you look at it in the you know when you look at it you know from a bit wider, you realize that you know maybe they do only play that much, but they <laughs> but like half the people may play on the front half of the current window, and mm-hmm. people half the people may play on the the back half of the window, right? Yeah. So. And- that's the thing. It's like if they were to go and say, like, listen, we found that people don't really when we have a six hour community day, people don't really play from like 11 to noon. So we're cutting it right. down to five hours or something sure. like that. Or I if they re- said most of you play during this window. So we're just going to make it this window. And here are the extra bonuses you get. Right. No. Like, And I right. think I think it's like I think that's more it's a problem of messaging than anything else. Right. Because yeah. like I don't I don't think this is a. This is, this, I don't think this is a terrible change. I, like, yes, it will leave, yes, it will leave some people out. Um, but anything they do is bound to leave somebody out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and I, I understand that, you know, that uh, inevitably, you know, it's, it's, it's like getting, it's like getting Pokemon cards, right? Sometimes you hit, sometimes you don't. Um, but it's, it's a, that's a loose analogy, but it's, it's kind of like my, my thought in that, like, well, you know, if I buy Pokemon, if I buy Pokemon cards and I don't hit then, well, okay. Like I'm not going to not. I mean, like I said, I just don't, I, I just don't see the downside to a six hour other than other, other than like, Oh, this, this waters down our ability to get free advertising using our player base on community days. That's that's literally another, another option could be you leave the window open and you keep the bonuses during the, the shorter window, right? Like, you know, that way, if the people who really want the bonuses or people who won't necessarily have the time can still participate in that window, but you leave it open for everyone else to, you know, if they just want to catch, you know, one beware just to have or, or, or snuffle to have, then like they can. And then they'll walk, they'll walk with it for six years and uh, be able to evolve it, uh, <laughs> evolve it then. I, I was a little surprised that of all the Pokemon, they made a 400. It was like freaking stuff. I mean, I get, I mean, I get it. Right. Like, I mean, it's like, I, I actually like, I, I don't have a problem with that because, you know, beware is. You know, mm-hmm. has gained a, a bit of celebrity in uh, in the, the anime and kind of beyond right and so uh it's like this weird pseudo legendary that's more of an urban legend than anything else but like i i, I get it it's yeah. fun i mean but where to me gives off good like if there's like cryptids in the pokemon universe yeah, I, feel like, right, I feel like beware is considered <laughs> Like in some regions of cryptid, <laughs> like it, it gives off major Sasquatch vibes to me. Yes, I, I, I like that analogy. All right, well there we yeah. go. We gotta, we gotta keep on rolling. That's the Pokemon. Let us know on Twitter what, uh, what your thoughts are. If you are partic- participating uh, at Pokemon Pod CB is the handle for the show. All right, so we have a rumor for Scarlet and Violet. 
Uh, the authenticity and veracity of this rumor is dubious at best, but hey, it's a slow week, so we need something to talk about. Yeah, uh, exactly. but I think it raises, I think if anything, what this rumor does is raise the question of is this something that we may see ever? Kind so of thing. Mm-hmm. we're we're easily a month or two away from actually getting more news about yes. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Like, you know, uh, you know, even even the stuff that I've been writing about is just stuff that, you know, has been noticed from that initial two minute trailer. Yep. Um, so there there are a number of alleged leakers, uh, one of whom is incredibly weird, but more accurate than the others and that's the only only reason why we're we're bringing this up is this guy has a a a bit of credit better track record yeah um so he posted or they uh posted a vague very vague uh tweet um basically hinting that uh something involving three was coming and the fan base has decided that that means that Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet will introduce tri-type Pokemon. Is that the case? Probably not. But we have nothing I mean, else to talk about. So let's well, talk that's about it. it. But like, that's I what mean, mean, honestly, but I think, stretch, but an interesting proposal. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? And that's and that's more what that's more what I want to talk about is you know uh, in the you know kind of like the EV conversation we had last week where you know nothing you know nothing was set in stone, but it's definitely things that that we as fans think about. And uh, you know there were a, a bunch of folks in the chat watching live, and you'll see it if you're listening uh, as, as the thumbnail for the episode. Uh, <laughs> our producer Peter has uh, put together a uh, delightful, adorable abomination of uh, Venusaur's Carmory with fire on it uh, richard i don't know if we can we can pull it up uh there there it is look at that um, i mean who doesn't want that pokemon in their party right there <laughs> <laughs> right if you say you uh, don't you're lying <laughs> that looks like something 10 year old jim would have sketched into a uh a, a sketchbook somewhere as like the pokemon he wanted to create kind of thing that's that 100% is that right. is 100 that you know what, what was the uh pokemon episode where they fought like a ghastly or something like that and was like the ghost oh. remember that one where they fused <laughs> venusaur and blastoise together to like yep. scare bulbasaur yep. and squirtle um yep. yeah that's that's what this is it's okay so so th- so three types what i mean to so me Oh, you're, you're Christian. You're well, I was going to say, uh, to be fair, there already kind of is right. a tri-type Pokemon. And I'm willing to guess that neither of you know what it is. Well, did chat, <laughs> did, did Zenpai just spoil it? Is it Delmi's? Yeah, it is. It 100%. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thank so, thank you, know, you, Zenpai. Yeah, basically, basically Delmi's kind of sort of has, uh, you know, a tri-type as, you know, it, it, it lacks the, it lacks the strengths and weaknesses, you know, it's, it's not resistant to everything but fire, um, but it does have stab for steel type moves, um, because it's, it's, it's an anchor. So, Mm. you know, it's why, why wouldn't it? So we already (laughs) sort of have it. Um, so, you know, this would just basically be taking it one step farther. I think it would be hilarious. Like, I'm kind of curious if we have somebody that is triple weak to it, like, you know, to a type, like, uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm like really like trying to like think of something like, you know, um, but like, think- you know, let's, let's say we've got like an ice grass 
steel type. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's triple weak. Would that make it six or would they up it to eight? Just you yeah. know, because it gets like exponentially weaker to like yeah. a single type. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I think um, I see a third type more as a as them kind of recategorizing special abilities uh, where I think you would instead of instead of adding a strength or a weakness per se, a third type kind of sits outside of the normal types, but has their own kind of classification groups okay. that that are able to be labeled onto Pokemon. And so then it just becomes, you know, like that, like, you know, uh, so like extra stab. Yeah. Um, like, right. No, yeah. I, and, and I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a, a terrible idea. Um, but I think it's one of those things where I think folks are, Right. Like just even talking about the, again, tying it back to the evolution category, right? There's, there's only so many types left for, you know, for us to, if, you know, they decide to, to go through all of them for Eevee, right. Or like if they go to the, the normal types or the special types, um, do we need another type? I don't, I don't, no, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we do, yeah. but I can, I can imagine that kind of being in the, in the thoughts of some folks. I, mean, I feel like it definitely makes more sense to add a combination, you know, here onto, you know, whether it's a tri-type or, you know, a temporary type that they're able to borrow for certain special abilities or moves, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. Um, in my mind, just because, you know, I'm a troll and I would just personally love to see this is I just want there to be like a region that comes forward, you know, it's not going to be Scarlet or Violet, but in the future, you know, maybe in 10 years, I want a region where Pokemon, much like Goku and Vegeta perform fusion dances. And you can like, <laughs> have fusion Pokemon similar to Dragon Ball. I, that will literally never happen because the possibilities are endless with that. But and someone made that it. Would someone, be so good. You someone just, like, made the comment in chat. on them, and then yeah. they fuse together like the Patara earrings in Dragon Ball. Like, <laughs> held yeah, items. they just hold the item, like uh, <laughs> CJ Luigi says in the comments. Just like give two of your Pokemon an item, but when you play one, you have the option to fuse. <laughs> Yeah, something. Oh, so someone good. in the chat somewhere mentioned that like there's that that website that lets you like merge any two Pokemon together oh, yeah. to see like what it looks like, and some of them are brilliant, but other of them are just pure nightmare fuel. Like, oh, absolutely! <laughs> like that's what I want. I want to be able to fuse my EVs together to create like double EVs. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate pinnacle of evolution is when see, I, I fuse two of my EV evolutions. I do think that maybe what would make more sense than try typing if we were to do the fusion thing instead of doing like pure fusion i think it would be cool if like a pokemon could like basically lend another pokemon abilities kind of like what we saw with calyrex mm -hmm. um and it, it had two abilities and i think that would be really cool like you know um go and give more uh give give allow pokemon to like share their abilities with other pokemon you know that i think that would be a cool one that that mm -hmm. that would be that would yeah. really open up the game um for a lot of really weirdo combinations um without like breaking like cuz that's the thing like i think that when you get into like try typing like pure try typing it just there the like 
everything would be weak to everything else. Like, you know, like it would just yeah. be it. You just open it up like because because when you have like three types, like you're going to start getting Pokemon that have like four or five weaknesses, like, you know, well, more than four or five weaknesses, like seven or eight or nine. Um, just a lot of weaknesses and stuff like that. And it just I think it kind of like makes it weird. Um, and, but so like I, I think that. I, I don't know. Like, I, I like the fusion idea a lot more than I like try typing. Uh, yeah. I just don't think try typing is like super viable. Um, yeah, uh, I think it, it, I think it, it almost catastrophically changes the meta of the, of the game. I mean, they, there would have to be an entire and, overhaul of the meta yeah. to make it viable, which I feel like is just far beyond the effort Pokemon would be willing to put into a franchise <laughs> that they've really <laughs> nailed, uh, like, you know, a pretty, a pretty darn good you know, meta system for. Uh, so yeah. this is just me saying that uh-huh. I would really, again, to reiterate, <laughs> want to be able to fuse my Pokemon much like Goku and Vegeta. And like, if you mess up, they turn into like weird. So like- They when, turn like, into Trunks, the fossils from Sword and Shield. Yeah, like something weird happens. <laughs> like when Trunks and Goten fused into Gotenks that one time, they became fat Gotenks. Like that's what <laughs> I want. Like I want to be able to fail at fusing my Pokemon and end up with that monstrosity. So that that is my pitch to the world. Pokemon, if you're listening, let me be able to fuse my Pokemon. I mean, to be fair, now that we're thinking of it, right? Like, I mean, that's basically what like Dracovish and you know Arcazults and all that basically are, right? Like I mean, they just, just put the fossils together basically. <laughs> just fusing two fossils, which yeah. like is almost the perfect. I know we, we talked about them, but like that is almost some news came out about some dinosaur not being what we thought it was because they put this, the fossils together wrong. And like, I love that the fossil system in Sword and Shield is like the perfect commentary on that. <laughs> like, it oh, yeah. cracks me up that they, you know, like of, of all the things that like Game Freak, Game Freak, you know, as as like generally speaking, been like like when they when as they have like expanded out past like J- Japanese culture, they've done like a really good job of like oh yeah, like you know, look at us like celebrating like different aspects of you know these cultures that we're sure. we're putting these games in, and then for like Britain, they're like and look at these, you know, <laughs> like idiots. They put a thumb on a dinosaur, like what a bunch of morons. We're going to we're going to dedicate an entire gimmick towards making fun of the British archaeologists of the 18th of the 19th century because they're morons. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a pretty nice tip of the tip of the hat to that. But uh, we got to keep on moving. So Christian, let's get to the Pokemon fact of the week so we can get out of here. Okay. Uh, let me let me pull this up. Oh oh, <laughs> just totally. So we're we're continuing our stretch down uh, the Johto Pokédex, and we're too. Two of the really weird Pokemon, uh, <laughs> uh, Remoraid and Octillery. Now, in Pokemon Legends Arceus, they straight up say, like, you know, per- Professor Leventon, at, like, just straight up says, like, yeah, most people don't get why Octillery comes from Remoraid. No one really understands it. Um, <laughs> like, because they, they look nothing alike. The reason why yes. is because in the beta, in the Pokemon Gold and Silver beta, there was a much stronger link between these two Pokemon because Remoraid literally was a gun. It was a gunfish. Oh. It is It is literally, oh. it was a revolver that is also a fish. And when it evolved into Octillery, it became an octopus that is also a tank. <laughs> 
So you're telling oh. me that for a brief moment, the person who did those designs uh, had amnesia and thought they were making monsters for Digimon, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, this is, <laughs> this is straight literal up gun monsters. Yeah, it's it's literally it's literally a revolver fish, and it's it's a play off of uh, the archer fish because you know that's that's what Rum Rage Stick is. It's a combination of right. the of like the 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 uh, I can't remember the fish that like latches onto other fishes and kind of like cleans them off. So it's a combination of that and the archer fish. But at one point in time, like the guy who designed it was like literally like, let's make it a gun. It's straight up has like the revolver. It is amazing. Rich, Richard, and I, sent you, I sent you the photo if you can pull it up. Let's see if we can get it on there for uh, for folks. But yeah, I'm looking at it now. You're exactly right. It it's, looks like it's like just straight up a gun. It's the you know, bat, the, the where the stripes are on Remoraid are supposed to be like a revolver barrel, basically, yeah, it's, which it's is great. Just something um, else. Amazing. So yeah, oh. so that is that is a yeah. It's 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 a remorse. Thank you, um, yeah. Mac. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, and so that is why when we have these Pokemon now, and just like, why does a why does a you know a little fish turn into an octopus? It's because it was supposed to be a gun evolves into a tank, and it still references. That's the best part about it. Like the, some of the early like, Pokemon, I have less. I have less issue with that than the fact that Eco Remoraid goes from a fish to an octopus. Like. Well, it's well, it's because originally they were like, "Oh, it's because it's a tank." Because they 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 turned it into a straight up tank, and it was like, "Well, you know, it's it's more just it's it's a gun turning into an even bigger gun." Um, it's there. It is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That is wow. That is unbelievable. That, that is exactly what my favorite thing is. It kind of in these uh, designs shown on screen, it kind of just looks like Octillery is wearing like a broken eggshell. Like it doesn't look like a tank to me. It just looks like he's just wearing like two halves of an eggshell on him. Yeah, and well, and they, it still references. It's in gold and silver. It still references the the hard like the original like hard hat head. Because uh, Octillery's original Pokedex entry states it traps enemies with its suction cup tentacles, then smashes them with its rock hard head. Uh, you know, so they originally they're like, oh, yep, nope. They they did not uh, they did not change the Pokedex entry when they decided to move away from the uh, the, the the gun uh, aspect of these. I mean, there's also I mean, there's also an aspect too, right? Like uh, Pika Trainer ninety nine in the chat. So then, why does Mantine need Remoraid to evolve? But like when you look at you know Mantine, uh, you know, in like you know the Remoraid stick underneath, and you know guns, missiles. Uh, it's it's all the same. I I just I just love that Mantine uh, Mantine's like official. Um, like, you know, his his official artwork has a remorade attached to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zimpai in the chat says Mantine is a fighter jet. Yep, theory yeah, yeah. confirmed. Yeah, no, that's I mean, continuing like there are a strange amount of fighter jet Pokemon. Yeah, like that's of all the things that we could have like multiple Pokemon of. Like we have a lot of fighter jets. We've got like Togekiss. Right, Togekiss. That's the final evolution, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Togetic. I was like, I was like, for a second there, I thought I was getting Togekiss and Togetic confused. We've got Togekiss. We've got Mantine. We've got um. Oh shoot, I'm blanking on the drag uh, Dragapult. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like Sharpedo. 
Uh, yeah, well, sharp, Sharpedo's more of like a missile than a, sure. a, a fighter. I mean, can jet, you consider Cramorant one when he shoots Pokemon out? I'm actually shocked that there isn't like. See, that's it. Like, I'm shocked that there isn't like a Sharpedo fusion with uh, with another Pokemon uh, that uh, you know makes I that. For happen. a second, you were about to say, "I'm surprised that Cramorant doesn't shoot Sharpedo out of its mouth." Oh, no, I imagine. About, and I was about to say. That is the worst. That's it. That's now the special. That's now the the special they need to add. Cramorant, just like any any fish, it's able to get in its gullet. It shoots out. And if it's just... Sharp if you like make if you like Gigantamax or something, your your Cramorant. You imagine your Sharpedo. The whole Sharpedo just... (laughs) Well, that's horrifying now. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, everyone uh, who has tuned in live. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Fun show again this week. Uh, Lots of uh, big things brought up. Let us know if you're going to uh, splurge for a Gengar engagement ring. Let us know uh, if you are uh, what you think about the community day uh, changes, right? Are good, bad, indifferent? Let us know at Pokemon Pod CB is the handle for the account. I'm at Jim Biscardi. Christian is at Seahoffer Seabus, and Megan is at, at Megan Peters CB. We love hearing from you. So please, please, please uh, hit us up. If you want, if you've got the extra time, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five star review. Uh, oh, iTunes is actually probably back now because the last time I tried to do it, iTunes was down and I couldn't do anything. I wanted to read some reviews. So as I quickly pull up uh, and try to buy myself some time narrating, here we go. There we go. Perfect. Uh, Here we go. Oh, go ahead. I'm ready to to roll. Uh, This one from Let's Love 8. This is heaven. Hi, for me, this podcast is heaven. I'll listen to it uh, it, uh, like every single day. And when I go to bed, it cracks me up quite a bit, especially the episode when you talk about the Geodude uh, uh, like you do the variant thing. That was hilarious. But yes, I would recommend this podcast to pretty much everyone that likes Pokemon. If you don't like Pokemon, but you like the anime uh, like I do, then uh, good for you. Uh, Hashtag anime club. And if you like anime, then... Uh, hashtag team C's uh, and team trees. Uh, PS in episode 56, the main host who does the intro was really glitchy for like the first two minutes. That was, no, it was probably me. So that's my fault. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got, we have a whole bunch. Please read. Thanks from baseball boy. All I can say is thank you. I have listened for a long time and I can say, uh, and all I can say is I uh, think lighthearted fun, and lots of good relevant information. This show is fire. By the way, I like Geodude, but my favorite Pokemon is Squirtle, and Eevee is pretty cool. Roast Jim for me. <laughs> Will do. I mean, we don't even have wow. to ask. Every wow. time, every yeah. roast in this episode was dedicated to you, man. I don't. That, I don't know why I read that one. <laughs> uh, last one is uh, fun for from fun for a dollar. Uh, renewed love. I played the games as a kid, uh, but had moved away from it in Gen Five. This show has renewed my love for the franchise, and uh, I have went and bought a new system just to play the newer games. Keep up the good work. Why well, love Geodude, Jim? One of the laziest designs of Gen One. Personality of a rock. Pun intended. Why well, I'm not reading these reviews Why anymore, you? Or I need and to man, screen them before I do. Ten out of ten this, reviews. This ten is, out of ten. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. This is just. Uh, I. You know, this is what happens when I just go in with good faith and just start reading until I get to the end yep. and realize Everyone, there's a gym. Roast they've in learned. There. They've learned to save the critique to, to the very end, end of the, the review, end. so you yes, won't please, notice. <laughs> please continue to go and hide your geodude criticism until the very end and take advantage of the fact that Jim. Never reads these reviews. 
before he we're doing it live That's i know i just see we have one and i get excited because i want to share the the love of the show with you guys and with all our other listeners but now i'm watching you it's, see they want know, to share the love too just not with you dude <laughs> i i look forward to next like you know the the reviews that we get next week where it's like five stars i love this podcast by the way when jim wears that green baseball cap he kind of looks like fidel castro with that beard <laughs> oh boy. all right that's Here it we're closing the show <laughs> thank you everyone for listening we really like said we really do appreciate it <clears throat> oh my gosh excuse me i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that right into our kind of offside the mic Anyway, we'll be here. Same time, uh, same place next week. I hope to catch you then. Talk to you later.